It's the purple vibe. The purple vibe. It's the Good afternoon and good evening, people. This is the Pretty Purple Princess coming at you with a little bit of a... Uh, I'm on a mellow mood. I'm a, a little... I don't even know what to say on the actual mood, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, just an impromptu recording. Uh, just felt like talking. And, uh, let's get into this. What's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. What's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. What's the vibe today? I'm talking about what's the vibe. So, it is officially May, May 2nd today, Saturday, and it is Mental Awareness Month. I didn't know that until um, my cousin who has been on here before with me when this was the Wonderful World of Dreams podcast, um, who is a clinical psychologist, was telling me on uh was it yesterday yesterday that this month represents mental health health mental health and mental awareness um so it's a good idea to check in with yourself and to check in with your friends people that you love and care about especially right now with the crisis that we're still dealing with um and I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I don't know how to feel right now, but we're going to pick a color, a shade of purple. Um, let's see. I'm in a mood of. So it looks like, or feels like, let me see, I'm in between a pale purple, ah, wisteria, that's perfect, wisteria, that's what my mood is right now, forgive me for the monotone sound, I'm just, um, my mental health is, is not good right now, so excuse me for the way this may sound, but, um, you know, that's how it goes, you know, it ebbs and flows, you know, it's not always on a upward swing, and I know on the last 
podcast episode, I was more bubbly, but uh, it's definitely not me right now. Um, and if you're waiting for me to get like that, for me to do another podcast episode, that's, that might be another month or two down the line. So that's why we have to stay consistent. So despite of my feeling right now, we're still going to do the show. And so it goes. So, um, this past week, um, rather more so like maybe a couple of days ago, um, they started opening different things back up. They opened up the mall here, um, Friday and, or rather yesterday and it's just a bunch of fucking confusion and back and forth like oh some things are going to be open like the barbershops and salons because these idiots were protesting about those things and then you know some are staying and staying and and stating that they're in solidarity that they're not going to open up their shit even if you know the government says that they can and then the back and forth between that is, oh, some places are going to be open, but yet there's still a state of emergency placed upon it until, I think, the 13th. Like, I don't even fucking know what's going on anymore. So I, I've just basically stopped paying attention because at this point it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, I do still check the numbers. So we've already surpassed... Um, Shit, did that fuck it up? Okay, never mind. Sorry, that's an ad. Um, I didn't know if it was gonna still record or not after that. Um, anyway, we've already surpassed uh, a million in the U.S. about uh, the number of confirmed cases for coronavirus. So let's look at the numbers now. So, in total, in the U.S., it's one million. 156,666 confirmed cases. Um, There are 66,918 deaths. And as far as recoveries, there's over 147,469 recovered cases. So needless to say, there are more recoveries than deaths, but still you know, 66,918, that's still a really bad number when it comes to death. Even one death is really bad, so, um, but if you're just thinking about numbers, that's really good odds there. Um, globally, it's 3,472,517 confirmed cases, um, a total global of 243,820 deaths. And as far as recovered cases worldwide, it's 1,090,972 recovered cases. So again, the odds are in the favor of being in a recovered state if you get this, you know, virus. But it's still just horrendous. Um, so I, 
like I said, I'm sorry. I just... I'm not in the best moods or the best feelings. I feel depleted. I feel drained. And... As far as my mental health for this month of May, starting out on the 2nd of May, um, I just don't feel good. And you see it, it doesn't take that much, does it? Um, I told myself that, you know, this month that I'm going to try to, you know, really buckle down and focus and try again with losing the weight, you know, just... I keep fucking it up. I keep fucking shit up. And it just. I don't know how to get back on focus. My emotions have been everywhere lately. Um, the BDD. It's. It's a bad day. It's a. It's a really bad day, so um, bear with me, and like I said, not every episode is going to be a positive episode. I'm going to try to find a positive out of this, out of this moment that I'm feeling right now. Um... But it's hard. Like, this is why I'm doing this. Because I don't... I mean, I do like hearing success stories. And I like looking at things. Because, of course, everybody wants to see the positive side when it comes to, you know, depression. Or, you know, especially weight loss. Um, you know, you always want to hear about the success stories. Well, what did they do? What did, you know, but... Unless you like watched like the big the biggest loser, you don't actually really see the struggle of what is happening in between time. The moments where they've been they've become stagnant and um plateaued on their progress. And you know, I I yo yo back and forth on my weight just because I can't seem to find a rhythm. I can't seem to find a balance or focus. And then other things happen in between the times that I'm trying to work on myself and it throws it off. The only good thing that I can say out of that is I haven't gained any extra weight since this time period, but I am constantly yo-yoing back and forth between certain numbers on the scale like on a good day I'm 284 but on a bad day I'm 287 and I keep going back and forth between those numbers and it's been like four or five weeks of doing that 
And then obviously my eating habits haven't gotten any better and I'm just I've started smoking again, I've started drinking again. And I just want to detox from it all, but I just keep doing it. I just did it last night. And uh, in the moment, it feels good, but the the after effects are horrible. And, you know, I'm not 21 anymore. You know, the type of hangover you have after... The morning after of a heavy night of drinking is completely different now than it was when I was 21 and 22. And I just don't want to do it anymore. Well, I... I guess I have to admit here on the podcast that I'm an addict. I'm an addict of my food habits. Hmm. You'll hear my dog barking probably because I think they're about to go walking. Well, I have two dogs. But, um... I'm currently staring at a bottle of Jack Daniels and I just want to chug it. I'm not happy and I think that's so hilarious that you know in the last episode I'm saying I was happy and I was happy I was happy in that moment um you know nothing could take away from that particular moment I was happy but I'm I'm not happy now and um The sad part is, is I don't know when I'll be happy again. You know, I've, I've had only a handful of happy moments in my lifetime and it's really sad to fucking say, but it's true. The longer you live, the more you realize is you could be miserable for ever but you may only have a few moments in life where you're actually happy and uh i was happy i was happy for a, a minute but now i'm not So, um, I'm just going to go to the next thing now.
It's your designated dream time. Among other reasons for being unhappy is the fucked up dreams that I've been having lately. Uh, Wednesday, no, Tuesday night going into Wednesday, I had a dream that, um, you know, I was sitting on a toilet somewhere and, you know, my, my cycle came and I was like, okay, cool. But then as I was about to get up, Someone came in and, again, I, I look, I don't believe the stupid shit about, you know, how uh, everybody's talking about the this coronavirus is a um, Chinese disease, and it's, it's not, but I'm just, it just came out of that region, but the person in the dream that came up to me and stabbed me. Uh, was something, it was some type of syringe, I guess obviously was full of the, the virus, uh, was an Asian person. Um, and I was like, no, oh my God, I started screaming. And um, that part faded to black. And then I think I woke up and then I went back to sleep. And then the next thing that I know is that I'm at some church event which is really weird because I don't go to church and and here we go I'm not editing that out I don't fucking edit shit I don't care for those of you who are probably hearing that um, that was my dad calling me anyway um, but the dream I had it, uh, like I said, uh, I was at a church event randomly and you know, I was about to leave from this event with my friend and my car was stolen. My car got stolen. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I still haven't really figured that one out. Um, The description that I read about dreaming about your car being stolen or a, or you stealing a car is basically you feeling out of control and needing to take control of some aspect of your life. Well, I guess in a way, yeah, because, you know, I, I feel out of control on a lot of different aspects of my life. The fact that I still live with my parents at almost 30 years old um, the fact that I really am just a person that really just wants to love and wants to be loved and there's so many complications when it comes to that and there's just there's just never any um, resolution or 
anything that that feels solid or true or just it let me say this without crying um there's never any validation when it comes to that and Most of the time I feel like it's my fault because at the bottom of it all, I just feel like I'm just truly just unlovable. And that stems from many insecurities and years of bullying and trauma and... Like I said, I try my hardest not to let that happen or let those insecurities get in the way, but they just do. And, you know, I, I feel like I can't control that aspect. Um, my weight, I can't seem to stop overeating or eating McDonald's um I just I just feel out of control and I feel just sad and angry and those two emotions get mixed up all the time A therapist will tell you that anger is a secondary emotion because the first emotion usually is sadness. But anger involves pride, so we cover up our sadness with the pride in it. And it builds up into this fire that either implodes or explodes and... For me, most of the time, I implode on myself. And that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, so, if I had to dissect what that dream, well, at least that part of the dream, as me getting stabbed with an injection of the virus, I'd, I guess that's just a worse fear, um, an, an irrational worse fear coming out. I really don't know where the fuck that came from other than just the fact that, like I said, we're dealing with having to worry about this crisis every day. And majority of us, you know, are quarantined or trying to stay quarantined. Or if we do go out, we wear masks and gloves and all of that. And... It's just a constant worry, so maybe that's where that came from. But I really don't really have anything else to say about that particular dream. Um, I've just been having fucked up dreams for like over, over a week and a half now. I've just been having fucked up dreams and I don't feel good. Not physically but just mentally I just don't feel good 
and um, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next thing now. It's the poetic corner. Everybody stop. So, let me find it. Um, <clears throat> I didn't, like I said, I, I honestly, I never really do pick a poem or have a poem in mind when I do this part. I just do it. Um, so, we're just gonna pick a poem here um or you know what let me see i might actually just read an excerpt again from the story let's see here yeah i think we'll just i'll pick um You know what, no, let's see. Because right now I definitely feel the drowning and that's, I think that's what I'll read today. So the title of this poem is called The Drowning. Walking along the edge, studying the water before me, I ponder the way that this will divide me. To cut to the side, length or width, to decide to put my fears aside and jump and jump head first in the water is undisturbed no ripple in any part of it oh reflection that is bending mirror of my scare of my scarred face darkened and hollowed of once full high cheeks laughing giggling in the shallow creek watching the gurgling and stirring over the rocks washing my hands, letting each drop trickle over my palm and fingertips. This was the tiny bliss, the moment before the moment I realized it was gone in a flash. Now flash to the flood waters that fill the tub the whole way and beckons to spill on the floor, the spilling of this water sea, the buoyancy of my flesh as it spills over once my once loose now to tight jeans sorry let me read that again now flash to flood waters flooding waters to fill the tub whole way and beckons to spill out on the floor the spill of this water see the buoyancy of my flesh as it spills over my once loose now too tight jeans Oh, how I crave to go back to that day where my tears made a waterfall of celebration and bliss for that mild success standing in the most wretched place and seeing that my size was a full hand of fingers and none splattered over. That one moment where the rain danced over my body as I reclaimed my space on the pull of the spotlight on that stage. In the present, the rain has dispelled and the waterfall ceased to flow. The pool became shallow and then vaporized itself 
into thin air. The tub was receded. The tub has receded and caused a whirlpool being sucked down the drain. The water I jumped in has now become still and is starting to freeze. Free floating in the open sea. Bodies lie motionless, detached. Every push becomes a pull in the wrong direction. The more I struggle, the more I sink deeper. I can no longer see the surface, no longer remember what it looked like. I take a step forward and pushed back away and pushed back by the current. I know that I, I know that if I don't find a way back to the surface, I will surely die. The rush sweeps underneath me, clawing me, tugging me further and further down. The sound I once knew as the gurgling of my meditating medicine muse is only a fizz in an acidic burn of a carbonated carmine cognitation. As it boils down to just ego blows and black wait as it boils down to just ego blows and back shocks tea and is heavy sifted through the aisle and lifted above my brows as i dip it over to pour me out before ridges of my cords snap and the bow of my bitter bark breaks i must find some kind of healing I must release from this cold case. The water is glacial, yet not completely Siberian. I and, and my already shattered heart are conditioned by this arctic anguish. Each piece has become metallic, stopped in time and rusted with chrome edges. There is no means of getting these pieces back to the original form as they have been dispersed on other sides of this ocean. As I become frozen and stuck in this bedrock, the world moves about me freely, each droplet exceeding into rain and growing stronger and stronger into streams into rivers and rivers into lakes, lakes into estuaries, estuaries into oceans, lay stuck, jilted by many times and many attempts to free myself, then jaded by feeling each droplet slip through my hands and forced to see them float away. To this constant trashing and thrashing being corroded over time, there is no escaping. There is no escaping as I take my breaths in and slowly out. Maybe I'll be drawn into the whirlpool and be sucked down into this hole and come out of it a beautiful oasis surrounded by palm trees, waterfalls, orchids, and to make lays to put into my once full hair. 
to lay in the sun of paradise and watch the sunset every evening would be the ultimate exultation of my crippled soul. Yet this wave of uncontrollable insanity breaches and breaks over every rock that I stand on. I can't escape the mar of my inebriation into neurosis. I am bound to its buoy as I try to swim up from the last time something hits me my side. Something hits me in my side. Torn from the light, falling straight down as I feel the anchor dragging me further, further, and further down. My breath gurgling as bubbles escape my mouth as the water finally swallows my soul as I as a hole into the hole of a, a residual of no residual return. And that was called The Drowning. That's a hard one to read. And I'm going to read that again. Because one, there was some parts I messed up on. But two, I really meant this to be uh, a um, like an, a visual aesthetic. Because the way I wrote some of these words, it's like a ladder step. And the further and further down, like I wrote on the page D space O down O, or excuse me, yeah, down O, then W, and then N at the very bottom of it. So it's a certain way that you're supposed to read this. And I've actually never read it out loud. It's so funny. But again, that's why we have this section. Um... So again, here we are. The drowning. Walking along the edge, studying the water before me, I ponder the way that this will divide me. To cut to the side, length, or width. To decide to put my fears aside and jump head first in. The water is undisturbed, no ripple in any part of it. Oh, reflection that is bending mirror that is of my scarred face. Darkened and hollowed of once full high cheeks, laughing, giggling in the shallow creek, watching and gurgling and stirring over the rocks, washing, washing my face, letting, or excuse me, washing my hands, letting each drop trickle over my palm and fingertips. This was the tiny bliss, the moment before the moment I realized it was gone in a flash. Now flash to floodwaters that fill the tub the whole way and beckons to spill on the floor. The spilling of this water, seeing the buoyancy of my flesh as it spills over my once loose, now too tight jeans. Oh, how I crave to go back to the day where my tears made a waterfall of celebration and bliss for that mild success standing in the most wretched place and seeing that my size was a full hand of fingers and none splattered over it. That one moment where the rain danced over my body as I reclaimed my space on the pool of that spotlight on that stage. In the present, 
The rain has dispelled and the waterfall ceased to flow. The pool became shallow and then vaporized itself then into thin air. The tub has receded and caused a whirlpool being sucked down the drain. The water I jumped in has now become still and started to freeze. Free floating in the open sea, body lies motionless, detached. Every push becomes a pull in the wrong direction. The more I struggle, the more I sink in deeper. I can no longer see the surface, no longer remember what it looked like. I take a step forward and pushed back by the current. I know that I don't find a way. I know that if I don't find a way back to the surface, I will surely die. The rush sweeps underneath me, clawing me, tugging me further and further down. The sound, the sound I once knew as the gurgling of my meditating medicine muse is only a fizz and acidic burn of a carbonated carmine cognitation. As it boils down to just ego blows and back shots, tea is heavily sifted through the aisle and lifted through, lifted above my brow as I dip it over to pour me out before ridges of my cord snap and the bow of my bitter bark breaks. I must find some kind of healing. I must find some release from this cold case. The water is glacial yet not completely Siberian. I and my already shattered heart are conditioned by this Arctic anguish. Each piece has become metallic, stopped and timed and rust rusted with chrome edges. There is no means to getting these pieces back to original form as they have been dispersed on the other sides of this ocean. As I become frozen and stuck in the bedrock, the world moves about me freely, each drop exceeding into rain and growing stronger and stronger into streams, into rivers, rivers into lakes, lakes into estuaries, estuaries into oceans, lay st stuck jolted, stuck jilted by many by my many attempts to free myself, then jaded by then jaded by feeling each droplet slip through my hands and forced to see them and float and forced to see them float away. There is no reason to this constant crash to this constant crashing, thrashing, being corroded over time. There is no escaping as I take my breaths in and out slowly. Maybe I'll be drawn into the whirlpool and be sucked into a hole and come out of a beautiful oasis, surrounded by palm trees, waterfalls, and orchids that make lays to put on my once full hair. To lay in the sun of paradise and watch the sunset every evening would be an would be the ultimate exaltation of my crippled soul. 
Yet this wave is uncontrollable, insanity breaches and breaks over every rock that I stand on. I can't escape this mar of inebriation into neurosis. I am bound by its buoy to try to, try to swim up from the last time something hits me on my side, torn from the light, falling straight down as I feel the anchor dragging me further and further and further down. My breath gurgling and bubbles escape my mouth as the water finally swallows my soul as I, as a whole, into the whole of a no, <sighs> I'm sorry. My breath gurgling and bubbles escaping my mouth as the water finally swallows my soul as a whole into the whole of no, of no residual return. And uh, that's the drowning. And that's what I feel like right now. I feel like I'm drowning. So let's go on to the next thing. It's your mellow message. It's your mellow message. 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 It's your mellow message. I know this was depressing. I know this wasn't a episode that you probably will listen to, and that's why I'm probably not going to advertise this meaning like putting this on Facebook or anything um I'm just going to just leave it here if you listen to it you listen to it if you don't you don't it's okay um what I can say is that even though I'm feeling this way I do, I do know that I have resources. I know that I have my friends. I know that I have TV. Because that's what I used to do a lot. Um, that's why I know so many television shows. Because the TV used to be my babysitter. You know, when... Things were bad in school, and I was getting bullied, and all of that. I just escaped into the TV, and when it wasn't the TV, it was books. And I don't know. A mellow message for today would probably just be... Just be aware. If you know you're feeling something, be aware. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your feelings. Be aware of the things you say. Be aware of the things you do. Be conscious of everything. And 
once you're aware and conscious of everything, choose how you want to be. I don't want to be an addict. I don't want to keep hurting myself. I don't want to hurt anyone else. And I don't want anybody else hurting me. So... Sometimes the best thing to do when you don't know what to do is to do nothing. And so that is what I'm going to do for the West, (laughs) for the West, for the rest of this weekend. And I may write some more of the story. Um... Yeah, and like I said, I'm sorry, guys. Not every episode is going to be um, on the positive side. This may be hard to hear. And again, like I said, you don't have to listen. This is probably going to be hard for my own ears to hear when I listen back, because I do listen back to my episodes. But... That's just, yeah, that's what we'll stick with. Just be aware of what you want and what you don't want. Be cognitive and conscious and aware at all times as much as you can. And to do the best that you can. And sometimes it may not be pretty. So that's all I've got to say. Um, Once again, follow me on Instagram, pretty purple princess 25. We do have the the Facebook page. It is up now. So it's the Purple Vibe on Facebook. And um, as always, stay good.